What it do, baby booze? Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. It's your girl, Penny Anassi, back at it again with another solo episode. Yep, we are solo dolo today. Every other week, we are solo. And then the next week, we have a guest. So I hope you guys really enjoyed the last episode with Llama, the psychology of an ex. We were really just chopping it up. I love having like my friends and just people that I would chop it up with like in real life on the podcast too. He is a dope creative and I really suggest that you all go and check out his podcast. But yeah, this is solo vibes. I did not prepare anything and we're just gonna rock with it and roll with it. I'm so excited that it's 2024. If you have been following me online, you know that I was in Kenya for like a month and a half and I'm back now, back in the city, back in routine. I truly just feel rejuvenated, fresh, and just amazing. I don't even want to talk about the end of last year. Like that's, I'm on a whole different wavelength going into the new year, not just because it's a new year, but because I really think I got to sit with myself, feel my feels and hold myself accountable. And yeah, you know, just keep it pushing like we do, like we always do. So yeah, welcome to the new year. Welcome to um, it's a new frequency. Yeah, so I was in Kenya for a while. I went to a wedding my cousin slash best friend growing up samantha and joseph it was a kenyan and nigerian Igbo specifically wedding and the best hands down the best wedding i've ever attended and i'm not even saying that to be biased literally they put on we put on it was so dope to see the cultures collide and it really made me think about of course, as a woman, well, not all women, but me, I do think about marriage and I do want to get married. I've never been the person to try to force it or just like that's my life goal and life dream. It's one of them, but it's not. I'm not just I'm not that girl that's just like marriage, 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 like by any means necessary. Um, but seeing the wedding and seeing like my dad having such a good time, it just was like, a battery in my back like oh I cannot wait to have a beautiful wedding and I can't wait to give my dad and my parents that experience of like them seeing their little girl right but low-key given to another family and being being taken care of and like my parents just having that settling feeling in their heart that like I'm okay my man got me I got him you know like it's just really beautiful to see and just the dancing the fun the celebration the traditions were on fire um one of my favorite traditions was like a maasai a maasai which is a tribe in kenya tradition where all of the women basically cover themselves in garbs and we're hidden and we walk in and basically the groom has to find his wife out of all of the women but we're all covered up we're all supposed to be around the same height and size and he's supposed to be able to just know who his woman is without seeing her body without seeing anything just the energy the spirit should lead you to who your woman is and 
it was so funny because Samantha, my cousin, cheated and like stuck her thumb out and was like, my man, not finna embarrass us, stuck her thumb out. So he was able to find her. But I know that Joseph would have found her anyway. Like he is top tier. Just so amazing to see young black love and people who care about each other, people who care about family, people who have structure, people who just are doing it in such an honorable way. I love to see it. Uh, we don't see it that much in New York and no shade and no tea to what's going on up here, but people think that they have options and the art of the tradition of choosing your life partner and working together towards something is kind of lost these days a little bit. So yeah, that's all. It was a beautiful wedding, had a ball. And Kenya was spectacular per usual. So my dad also built his home on our, on our ancestral land, which, a, which is a really, really big deal. I actually have a post coming out about that on TikTok and Instagram. But we basically christened the home, celebrated the home. It was so beautiful to see my dad like in Saranga, in Kisi, where he literally grew up, build his home next to his older brothers. It was such a significant moment. It was like the ancestors was in the room. Like that's probably why I feel so good right now because my ancestors really not playing about me. I prayed on the land. It's just so interesting to see how far my dad has come from. I have so many questions to ask my parents. It's like, you guys literally lived a whole different life and y'all made something out of nothing for real, for real. With all odds against you, racism against you, prejudice against you, and still, you know, it makes you be like, what am I complaining for again? Like, fuck out of here. Complaining for what? Like, I'm about to get real Joe Rogan up in here. Or, you know, what's his name? Thomas, Eric Thomas, like I'm about to get real Eric Thomas in here when it comes to like discipline and just don't complain. I feel like I have no room to complain, honestly, and not in a way of like suppressing my emotions and things like that, but in a true and honest way to rewire the brain to be grateful for all that my ancestors, the work that they've done to allow me to be here right now talking to you guys on a freaking podcast. Be for real. Yeah, so that was beautiful. We prayed over the home, put our pictures up. It's so nice to know that there's somewhere in this world that no one can take away from you. It is inherited to us. It is ours. And that is so fire. It's so fire. And that happened. My grandma, who is getting older, my only grandma that I have left, had another stroke while I was out there as well. So it was really a lot of family time. She was relearning how to talk again, sing again. She has the most beautiful laugh, though. One thing sister did was laugh. She would, We would be dancing, and she would just laugh. She said on New Year's Eve, no one's going outside. No one's doing anything. We are literally staying in the house, listening to gospel music, dancing and praying. And guess what we did? Just that. We did just that with uh, my grandma. Love her to death. Was 
that was so beautiful to see her. And yeah, it was a really family oriented trip and nothing like my last trip where I was outside having a, a acting a fool, having a grand old time. But a great time nonetheless. I got to see my Capital FM Kenya family and do a photo shoot and do some promo stuff and that was so great to see they're in a new building and it blows my mind that I'm like literally a part of a huge platform still in Kenya God is good so shout out to my capital FM Kenya family but yeah that is a brief update of my Kenya trip I am posting content so much more on TikTok now and of course Instagram as well so follow me on there I think it's Peace Penny. Peace Penny. Instead of Penny Peace, it's Peace Penny. That is my regular page. And I have a podcast page on TikTok called Penny Peaceful. So, yeah, guys, that is it for my updates. Let's go on to our next topic, which will be our pen pal letters. I love hearing from you guys. If you have a question for me, you can email me penny period nasty at gmail.com or dm me at penny peace like i always say i am not no sensei but i can tell you something based off of my experiences and just my advice because i care about you guys and one thing i've been noticing lately is like i don't like when people think that they know shit like or that like people are so headstrong on like what they know or trying to tell someone something that's never been my emo because one thing i've learned about life is like you don't know until you know and when you think you know you really don't even know and i saw this tweet uh, i think drea nicole tweeted about it she said that between like the ages of like 21 and 27 like people swear they know everything and you can't tell them nothing and most people who are so headstrong on their opinions or their facts are like really insecure and really don't know anything. That's why they have to prove so bad that they do. Anyways, another story child for another day. But let's get into this letter. It says, I've been trying to master the art of adulting, but every time I attempt to cook, my smoke alarm thinks it's auditioning for America's Got Talent. How do I upgrade my cooking skills without turning my kitchen into a fire hazard? Asking for my fire extinguisher. I'm weak as hell. I'm so weak. Okay, girl, this is coming from someone who didn't cook until I didn't. I would say I didn't really cook for real until after the pandemic, like for real cooking, because there's the difference between cooking to survive and like actually knowing how to cook and throwing down and enjoying it. And really, it's practice takes perfect and you have to do it with love. Like when they say put your foot in it, like put your heart in it. You have to really be cooking with the idea that you're nourishing your body, your soul and cooking for others like that feels so good, like cooking for your roommates, cooking for your man, your family and just seeing them enjoy it and nourishing their body. It's like a whole ass experience. But that didn't come until like I had a bit more maturity. And I think I've always strived away from I strived away from the whole cooking thing because like you guys all know, I'm Kenyan, duh. And that's what women do. Like they're in the kitchen, period, point blank, that's it. 
the men don't touch anything when it comes to cooking. And I was just super like, that's not fair. Woman equality at a young age. Girl, bye. Yes, I want to be cooking and cleaning. Duh. I really saw my mom having to work and then cook. And then my dad was just chilling. Although he was working his ass off. He worked his ass off to even get here. Like he deserved to be sitting down. Now, now that I think about it, he deserved that sit down. But to see my mom, I was like, damn, like she seems tired. And instead of my bratty ass helping, I'm just like, this is messed up. I'm never cooking. Like I'm going to go against the grain and not be that person. Just silly as hell. I wish my child would, honestly. But yeah, so that's why I kind of didn't cook until I realized like how much beauty it is in cooking. And it really slows you down and helps you kind of like get out of your mind. It's really meditative. So my advice when it comes to getting better at cooking is to practice and cook for people and just don't overthink it and just do your thing. Don't try to go completely by like the book. Although... I love going on YouTube and finding the most like country bumpkin s just southern funny chefs and their cooking videos are one hilarious and two they just like make it fun and they just uh make it like an experience that feels really light and good and the food ends up being amazing because of course they're southern chefs so i love to find interesting people to watch when i am cooking and following their recipes so if you're a content lover like me i suggest that um i think it's the name her name is like southern kisses or stovetop kisses honey i made stovetop kisses Stovetop Kisses uh, dressing. I make it every year now for Thanksgiving. There's her stuffing and dressing. Delicious. She's, she's so funny. So yeah, that's my advice when it comes to adulting and learning how to cook, loving how to cook. You got to really love it. Serve other people. Make their plates. Make it cute. Make it an experience. And over time, you will learn to love how to do it. So yeah, y'all. Uh, like I said before, that was our pen pal letters. If you have a message for me, please DM me or email me. All of my information is somewhere. So, yes, we're going to move on to our next topic, which will be change. For the change topic, I want to shout out Hooray Media, that's Issa Rae's media production company brand. <laughs> Not media production, what? That's that's Issa Rae's media company, Hooray, and Walmart. They are doing another round of the Black and Unlimited Digital Creator Development Program. And I applied for it, y'all. I applied for it. If you see my post, please tag at Hooray Media at Walmart underneath. I applied applied as a podcaster, but I hope they see me as a podcaster. I hope they see me as a lifestyle content creator. I hope they see me as a wellness creator, just, you know, all the pieces of me that I am and really love that they created this program. When I went and really did my research, they really picked people who might not have had the visibility. And I feel like it's so easy to pick the people that we see all the time. And that's not the point. Like we need to go and grab the talent 
from the deep depths and the cuts. And I think that this program really does this. And it not only helps with like resources and funding, but like actual classes and mentorship. And it's all about being black and unlimited and the possibilities. So I want them to get change of the week because these are the type of programs that really create the foundational change that's needed in the industry and really pouring into creators. So shout out to Issa Rae, Hooray Media, and Walmart for putting together this program. It would be a dream if I got picked. I'm so proud of myself for putting myself out there. That is what I'm doing all year. So y'all get ready to rumble. So yes, change of the week. Change of the week goes to them, and we are going to move on to our next topic, which will be my two cents. Since it's a new year, 2024, I am doing my two cents on the thoughts that I am bringing into 2024. So I have seven thoughts. Seven is the number of completion. So seven thoughts, concepts, theories, things I've just know that I'm bringing into the new year. So let's get into it. My first thought that I'm bringing in is the idea of building a solid and clear foundation when it comes to this new year. And I'm talking foundation all the way to our space. So when I first got back, literally, I was like, I'm not hanging out with anyone. I'm not really seeing anyone. I'm chilling. I'm purging my room and purging out all the old things, out with the old, in with the new, and I'm organizing my space. I need a clear, organized foundation to be able to move forward and think with the clarity that's necessary for the level of life I'm trying to lead this year. And last year was super jumbly for me from being laid off, from low-key heartbreak, from things with my family. It was just boom, 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 just like jab, 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 just like yah, 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 just shit just happening and and that's just life though so it's like i'm not even complaining about it but it's like i know that if my if i just know i want to like let go of anything old and just have a clear minimal foundation and so that involves me purging and organizing my closet if i didn't wear it for so long i gave it away or i sold it and i am very much so quality over quantity in my from what right now that I'm going into that when it comes to friends, when it comes to what I indulge myself in. And I even did that in my closet and in my space. Like, do is this of quality? Is this piece of clothing of quality? Or is it just some random Fashion Nova nothingness? Not, no, nothing against Fashion Nova, but y'all know what I mean. Like, quality over quantity. We are in a society of overconsumption of so much products and things are thrown at us even as someone who gets a lot of pr it's like i have so much random things it's like i don't need any of this it's like really holding me back so yes starting out the at the foundation of whatever it is maybe it's not a purge for you maybe it's something else but let's get to the writ like and let's just control what we can control 
And for me, that was my space and clearing that thing all the way up. Okay, number two is learning how to endure. So literally at church, I went to a new church this week, loved the new church, and the pastor was talking about how our generation is very quick to leave. We're quick to leave our jobs, quick to leave relationships, leave friendships, not talk to family members anymore, all in the name of like healing and you know, being non-toxic and things like that, which of course, if someone is abusing you or hurting you in any way, you should leave. But we are talking about it in a different sense of a job maybe. And he was saying that we've lost our capacity to, to endure things. And that is where a lot of our character is built is when we complete our mission in something. And he asked a question that basically was like, you can be like, am I done with this job? Am I done with this? Or ask the question, is God done doing what he was doing within me through this mission or through this problem or hardship? And I am the queen of easefulness and going more towards what feels good and does not feel hard because I can get really overstimulated, overwhelmed. And I'm just like, no, I don't deserve this. I deserve peace. And sometimes a part of the process is hard. And it's meant to be hard because it's meant to develop you. And you will never be who God intended you to be if you don't go through that hardship. It's kind of like the alchemist. Like in that book, he went through all of these different trials and tribulations to end up in his personal legend, to end up being who he was intended to be. But if he just didn't complete those missions, if you just don't complete your missions and you leave right before, you will never get what you were supposed to get out of those hardships. And I think that it's beautiful that we are choosing ourselves, but also it is okay to endure and to learn your lessons throughout the process. So I am taking that into the new year, especially as I, you know, continue with my career journey as it's been difficult for me, period, and just also beautiful. I'm still on the mission. That's really what it, this resembles. I'm still on the mission, and I can't wait to see what's at the end of it. And yeah, just complete things. Complete your tasks. Do what you say that you're that you were gonna do and watch your life unfold. Complete the mission. No matter how hard it gets. I love that. So that is number two. Number three, everyone with a mic is not mature. Everyone with a way of words is not wise. We are also living in a time where everybody trying to teach somebody something. Yes, we know that social media, you're meant to educate, entertain, inspire, yada, yada, yada. But y'all just learned that or y'all probably reading out it like it's too much information. And is it coming from the right messenger? You don't know what that person is doing on their day to day or if they're just spewing out information that sounds good to get views to get paid people are literally 
planning their lives out to be content creators and influencers these days under these certain niches because they see that it is profitable and they see that they can get paid from it and they think that it's an easy way to get paid. And that is never what creativity looked like for me. And it disturbs me for real, but it is what it is. But I know that I know that everyone with the mic is not mature. And the pastor talked about that as well. And I loved that because as someone who is a bit more, I would say on the quieter side sometimes, y'all would probably be shocked, but I love to listen. And like I kind of said before, people just that act like they know everything don't know nothing for real, or they just learned it. <laughs> like, come on, it hasn't even been tested and proven. And I'm gonna play this hilarious TikTok that I actually just came across. It says, influencers giving you advice that will land you in a prison sentence. So you see, I buy my own house and then I sell it back to myself and then I sell it to somebody else and then they sell it back to me. And who's making a profit? Both of us, right? And then I take that whole transaction and I write it off. I write off, I don't pay a cent taxes, right? And then I can borrow three times that money from the bank, right? Invest in more houses, right? And when they say, where's our money? I'll say, let me borrow more. Because look at the houses I have. So every person who's trying to teach you how to be an it girl, they were never even an it girl. An it girl is innate. You had that in high school college whenever you found out you were an it girl that is something that is within you and anyone can gain it and not in the ways that they are telling you online so yeah everyone with the mic is uh everyone with the mic is not mature everyone with the way of words is not wise number four doing things i'm scared of so fear and love go hand in hand and i ain't never scared but as of lately, I've been a bit more scary than normal, but I am going balls to the wall and just doing things that literally might freak me out. Going out there, if I get rejected, okay, next. And doing things that you fear really builds so much character and just open up so many doors for you mentally and even in physically, like just do stuff, just do stuff. Uh, my friend Kellen literally was like, she wants to be the person in the group chat with the most wildest stories. Like, live your life as if you want to be the person in the group chat with the stories where we all wake up like, girl, what the hell? Like, what was going on? Sister's living life. So doing things that I'm scared of. Number five, community, community, community. I am known to self-isolate, especially when things aren't going right for, for me creatively or career-wise. I feel like I have to isolate and that is my form of discipline, but I'm noticing that's not it. Like community is a part of my creativity. It's a part of my networking and I need to be more in community, be more transparent in community, be more vulnerable in community, be more available to my community. And I really want to build more of that around the For Your Thoughts pod atmosphere. Like I want it to be a thing. I have so many bigger plans for it outside of just the podcast. I really want it to be a community with events. I want to have a resource 
page where people can go and find therapists. Like I want to do so much and community is going to be all a part of that. So reach out to that one girl that you met at Dumbo House and you guys have been supposed to link up for a long time. Text her and have go have coffee. Reach back out to what your best friend that you haven't seen in a couple of months because y'all we're we're old and super busy, but call her. Be in community, see what's going on, not just online, but in real life. Number six is things are not oversaturated. Or at least the oversaturation should not bother me. Last year, I got really bugged down about the oversaturation of content creation and how no, it didn't feel like a novelty anymore. It felt just like another overconsumption, commercialized thing, podcasting, everyone got a mic now, that whole thing. And what I learned when I was in Kenya and seeing the different markets is there were so many markets in Kenya or people selling the exact same thing right next to each other. Literally right next to each other, people are selling the exact same products, but everyone was getting business from their audience or their market. And no one was holding back. No one was looking at the other person sideways. No one was doing any of that. They were worried about their own and what was right in front of them. And I'm taking that into the new year. We are able to be successful even if a market seems oversaturated. How many different water bottle products are there? How many different all kind of products are there? Shit, go in Sephora and see they're literally so many products of the exact same things just packaged differently and for a different audience. And I'm learning to take that with me when it comes to the podcast, to my brand and to content creation overall. My people will find me and not to feel so cringy with the fact that everyone's doing this now. Now it's no longer cool. Now it's no longer a novelty. I really hate doing what doing what everyone else is doing, but I'm not because I'm doing it in my own way. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, things are not as oversaturated as we think. And if they are, it's okay. Nobody is you, bookie boo, bookie boo butt. (laughs) And lastly, number seven, this stands the test of time. Health is wealth. Health is still wealth. Health is still wealth. Literally, if anything you do this year, Go to the gym at least once or twice a week. Eat a little better. No one's telling you to become Masi Aris Fitness or get on Ozempic or anything like that. But just do one thing that is better than you did last year when it comes to your health and fitness. And I promise you, they aren't lying when they say your life changes when you start to care about your health and your fitness. It is the biggest truth that is ignored, I think, when it comes to living a happy and healthy life. So health is still wealth, booky butt. So yeah, those are my seven things. Um, Let's start over. Purging, building a solid foundation, learning how to endure. Everyone with the mic is not mature and everyone with a way of words is not wise. Doing what you're scared of. Go out there and get rejected. Community, community, community. 
it's not oversaturated. No one is you. Your audience will find you. And lastly, health is still wealth. So yeah, y'all, that is what I'm going into the new year with. Let me know what y'all are going into, into the new year with and what you guys think about my thoughts on that. And we are going to go into our next topic, which will be gold. If you have Spotify, they have these things called a day list happening now, where basically it tells you, it creates a playlist for you based off of what you listen to around that time. So right now it says day list for an earthy afternoon. So it says that I normally listen to smooth and laid back things in the afternoon on a weekday. So it's some earthy, intimate, sultry, smooth, slow healing jams for right now. And it has Tiana Taylor going to love me. It has SWV Rain, All I Want Is You, Miguel and J. Cole, Selfish, Slum Village, Gravity, Brent Fiaz. Oh, I love this. I'm going to dead ass play this after I record. Um, let me read what it they says it is. So get fresh music, sun up to sundown with Daylist, your ever changing Spotify playlist. Throughout the day, your mood changes, and so does the music you listen to. Last night might have been a windows down thrill wave Monday evening, while this moment is more of a 90s rave rainforest late night. The point is you are ever changing and your playlist should be too. So say hello to Daylist, your day in a playlist. I think that's so fire. I mean, it's very AI and robotness happening, which is another bucket of conversation. But yeah, if you don't know what to listen to and you just want to vibe out and just play something or discover something new or old, I think that the day list on Spotify are super cool and that's why they get gold of the week. But yeah, we're going to go on to our next topic, which will be and our last topic, which will be peace of mind. So for peace of mind, if you've been around here before, you know that I have taken different medications for my mental health before, ADD medications, antidepressants at some point, and vice versa. And I am here to say that I literally have not taken medication in a while. And not to knock medication at all. I just knew that I did, didn't want it to be a forever thing for me at all. Just in the moments where I felt like I needed it to get to the other side, possibly. And I feel amazing. I feel great. I feel brand new and I am praying that this continues on but I wanted to talk about a nootropic vitamin see one thing about it though I'm gonna take a vitamin for sure I'm gonna take a supplement because I know the things that my body needs and I will find a way to supplement those okay especially if I'm not able to get them through my food so nootropics depot they allowed me to pick out a nootropic of my choice, and I chose the Micronized Pregnolin Tablet. So this improves your mood, your sleep performance, 
your memory. People with Alzheimer's disease use it. Fatigue increases energy. And I think it's working, y'all. I don't know. Your girl has been on it. So I would say that this has been bringing me peace of mind and my normal vitamins. I have a whole list of different vitamins that I take. I mention different things on here all the time. But yeah, this specifically Nootropics Depot, I will be putting it in the bio. Oh, this is a this whole time, y'all, it was a quick dissolve and I've been swallowing it like it's normal. I kid you not. Wow. But great place for pure nootropics that really work and have great ingredients. And yeah, guys, that is what's been bringing me peace of mind. I love y'all so much. And until next time, I hope you guys enjoyed. And thanks for rocking and rolling with me. All of, the, all of these episodes are now sponsored by Soho Works. Thank you guys so much for all that you guys have done to assist in my creative journey. Shout out to Soho Works. Shout out to New Tropics Depot. And shout out to Capital FM Kenya as well. And my mama and daddy for birthing such a queen. Like, actually iconic. So, see you guys. Bye.